Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Texting. It's me, Shade, joined by Glenn at Bedside Brat and Chelsea Finky. What's I want to apologize y'all? in advance mm. for my Mexican Wi Fi. <laughs> so. Rock, rock with us, y'all. <laughs> the dedication is real. Recording on vacay. Right. Yes. I'm hoping, praying for the best. Yes. This audio. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this week, we are honestly just shooting the shit. We haven't had an episode with just the three of us in a while, it feels like. Maybe I'm just making that up. But yeah, I just want to talk about what's going on. What have we been talking about in our actual group chat? <laughs> yes. So much. Yeah. First of all, I feel like you guys are probably very excited about this. And I actually just saw him in my neighborhood. That's what I was about to bring up, girl. That was what I was about to say. Yes. (laughs) But Mr. Frank Ocean, uh, he got announced to be the headline for Coachella. Are you guys buying your tickets? Hell yes. I sent it to Shade on um, Instagram and she's like, we're going to be geriatric by 2023, which is when he's no, going we to be won't. on stage. I was like, no, we won't. And we'll be VIP and we'll be in the little golf carts. And I will learn from my past mistakes at Coachella. I'm not going for the whole day to like inhale dust and be around <laughs> teens. Facts. I'm going to go in the evening to see the people that I want to see. You, I'm going to jump out the pool. Right. I'm going to go to the parties and keep it cute. You're bringing right. up good points. You can't no, we're not committing to like the festival. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, we will probably be the oldest people there because uh, Coachella is very teenage mm-hmm. You know what? Let's manifest Black Girls Texting working some type of post-stage show, you know? Cute. We'll yeah. be interviewing Frank Ocean about how it feels to be performing again, you know? Ooh, yeah, I'm here for that. Let's, you know, Do you think he'll bring anyone out? Oh, I'm sure. I what think if, I saw. Oh wait, what if he brings out who? Lil Nas X. I know their music styles are different, but like in solidarity, you know. Are we thinking they would have a song together, or he would just have him come out? I don't know. There's so much time. There could be a song. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. That's why I'm like Chelsea. What hot takes you got with the A's and the R's? <laughs> You know, I'm giving you a little inside scoop. Uh, don't tell them I told you. Imagine. Well, I was listening to Frank Ocean's album literally yesterday because now I'm trying to save money and like stop being an Uber girl. So I took the bus. I was on the bus for like a fucking hour. And I was literally singing all of the songs out loud, did not care, and realizing just how fucking much I love Channel Orange. That's literally one of my favorite albums of all time. And then I was remembering when that letter came out before the album dropped. And he was like, okay, there's going to be some gay shit on this album, just so y'all know. But he wrote that, like, beautiful fucking, like, coming out letter. Mm. Do y'all remember that moment? I, you're much more of a stan, you and I'm your ex-best friend. Such a stan, I know. In, in I know. that sense, like, I love his music, but, like, I don't <sighs> follow what... But I remember that moment. Doing. I remember when everyone was found out he was huge. gay, and it was huge, yeah. Yeah, I don't, so I I don't thinking, know he wrote a letter, though. Yeah. It was a song, I thought. Oh, he, well, no, was, he, he did wrote a post letter a letter. I do remember no. that. Yeah, I do remember exactly. that. And it was, like, oh. amazing. It was, was it about his first? Yes, like his, his first yeah. love, and, like, 
how they fell in love and all the shit. It was very, very beautiful. I, I was thinking about that. that and thinking about Lil Nas X. We talked about this on our Patreon and just about like queer artists that come out and who are able to like make it. And I was thinking about Frank Ocean, like, damn, yeah, Frank was really out here making this big bomb ass love songs to men. And we were all loving it. I know. You know, I wonder if he would have been how it affected his career. Like, do we think it affected his career at all? Like him coming out? I'm not sure. He's always been so like indie. indie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I've never like he is mainstream, but like I don't he very much has his own lane. Actually, the more I think about it, because while he is like everyone knows who he is, it's not like you're constantly hearing Frank Ocean on the radio every time you turn around he's not like dropping single after single after single but when he does drop something everyone's like oh shit and then it's like a moment and then he just disappears i love that for him (laughs) yeah i i really think that was him so he was like very saw him in the street what yeah i was on like like west broadway um in tribeca and he was walking or maybe it was his clone um jeans a t-shirt like looking mad plain uh walking with some white guy do you remember when we saw him at art basil yes and i have a picture with my arm in his face (laughs) oh my god this this time we went to art basil how many years ago was that y'all like four years ago maybe maybe yeah we did art basil in a way that we will never do it again it It was was giving scrub (laughs) (laughs) i had fun (laughs) Um, <laughs> almost uh, contemplating jumping over climbing fences and heels we're making fake <laughs> wristbands out of vice stickers oh my listen God. i honestly think as you are you know getting your footings that that is the way to do it because how else i mean but it? we've been doing that since high school i've been finessing things saying i was on the list doing this and doing that yeah and we went there and we were just like so close that I just felt like I was too grown to be doing the things that we were doing okay would you it's a story or never have met Frank Ocean no we did meet Frank Ocean so I cornered him in the corner drunk as fuck and I was like I love you you're such a storyteller all of your songs tell stories he's like thanks man (laughs) thanks man and I was just thinking about that today like why did he call me man he was like, very much, man. Yeah, he did. He was like, thanks, man. And he was just chilling in the corner. That's how yeah, Playboy that Cardi was, his was way performing. I was going to say, I remember yeah. Playboy Cardi was performing. And we. this is how you know we were a They're little old. too old. Because we were like, Cardi B, Cardi B. And they were like, it's Playboy Cardi. They're like, Cardi's here. We were like, Cardi B? <laughs> I was like, who is like, Cardi? I don't know no Playboy Cardi songs. But in New York, I'm Millie Rock. Had it in my yeah. Oh, see, didn't even know that that's was all he has. Oh, and he got other songs. That niggas talking like me. Oh, that's a good one too. Uh, didn't know that. Uh, like all right, well, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, that's it. Well, we love Frank Ocean. We say all that to say, very cool that you saw him. Very excited for Coachella to come back and to go see him because I will fucking be there. I need the V V V V I P experience. To be honest, if you give me an artist wristband, we're gonna have artist pass. That'd be For nice. Because sure. I can't be doing there. all of that. Ooh. Put it out there. Um, you got something else, Chelsea? Because I got yeah. something. You want to go? Okay, I'll just go real you fast. Go. Because just because we're on the like we're on the topic of like a festival, Coachella, we were just talking about it. So the baby. That's what I was gonna say. St- oh my god. <laughs> he is oh my god. still getting canceled from these concerts. So so far, and I don't even know if I have them all, but I have he's no longer at Rolling Loud. 
no longer at Governor's Ball, no longer at Lollapalooza, no longer performing at Day in Vegas. He lost his Boohoo clothing deal. Mm-hmm. Um, other artists like Dua Lipa, Madonna, Elton John have spoken out against him. So he just re- released an apology and it's yes. giving uh, like two hours ago on today is Monday, August 2nd. It is giving publicists wrote it. It's just, I can't, this is, it's horrendous. It, it, well, this is whoever they are, they should be fired because it took very long for them to this write. This should have been, came out and it, I don't even believe it. I don't buy it. He said, what did he say? So he says, social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow. Bro, you doubled down on it. So you didn't even ask for the opportunity to grow, um, to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. As a man who has had to make his own way from very difficult circumstances, having people I know publicly working against me, knowing that what I needed was education on these topics and guidance has been challenging. I appreciate the many people who came to me with kindness, who reached out to me privately to offer wisdom, education, and resources. That's what I needed. And it was received. I want to apologize to the LGBTQ plus community for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. Again, I apologize. I was misinformed, blah, blah, blah. Love to all. God bless. It's I mean, a backhanded him. apology. Good for him for apologizing and saying that like he's learned. But at the same time, like I personally am not solely upset with him about those comments. Like I feel like there he's needed to probably be checked for quite some time. And yeah. it was like a long time coming. It was like he I think he got on this like pedestal and he thought that he was like impenetrable like he could do whatever he wanted to do and like he was just going to keep getting away with all the shenanigans and it's caught up to him and I think hopefully it humbles him because we have to remember he's bringing out Tory Lanez he's doing songs with Tory Lanez he has a lot of not so great accusations he's on stage with a bed as a part of his set and having women climb under the neat underneath the covers with him and act like he's fucking them on stage i just think it's just a which bit i don't i don't think much. anything's wrong with that 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 yeah, is God. a artistic it's a part of his decision. expression artistic expression sure but i just feel like i don't know it's just the the perpetuation of like misogyny as we were talking about on our patreon and just just kind of just I'm, i get I, I get tired of all the like just the just the way that like hip-hop really takes advantage of women and I'd say the entire like, music industry. Yeah. He's like, so pop, look how pop stars have to like run around half ass naked. Like, it's just like everything has to be about like, like objectifying women and like just right. seeing them as purely like they need to be sexy. And like, then if they don't fit within this window of sexy, they're ostracized for something else. Like, it's just, I think it's the music industry, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wanted to just quickly touch on something that DJ Academics, who I do think is kind of a clown, but he tweeted something that I thought might be a good conversation starter. He said, it's just weird how festivals are putting out these elaborate statements about how much they care about humanity. And because of that, have had the baby on their show for what he said, or can't have the baby on his show for what he said. Yet 90% of the artists they book Music is about drugs and murder, and it's totally fine to them. These companies got to choose whether they are prioritizing the art of morality, because it all seem like hypocrites when they try to start canceling or get when they get on their high horse canceling artists. Hip hop is a genre filled with imperfect individuals telling their stories. Mm. Why even fuck with it if you want saints? Mm. I feel Mm. like you can't 
compare those two things though I mean that is a valid call out and and I have a lot of thoughts surrounding like number one let's be real these festivals don't really give a fuck about the morals or what he said or whatever they care about their pockets and they don't want to get canceled and people you know not getting tickets and blah 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 blah. like it all boils down to dollars and cents but in terms of that statement I feel like it's kind of hard to compare someone making like very specific false statements around like a a group specifically a minority group opposed to like something general around morals with like killing and drugs and things like that like you could have people within these communities that still act within some of these immoral ways but you can't just jump up and like spew misinformation around like HIV put stigmas around like the LGBT community I feel like you can't compare that to someone being like I got a shooter yeah (laughs) Percocet like I don't think that's the same I mean, it does like, I could do Molly and Percocet, but not be like a bigot. You know what I mean? Like, but then the music does, you know, there's the arguments that all this music about Molly and Percocet, like normalize it and got like teens and shit to use it. And people were like, "Mm, maybe we should take that music off. I mean, it's worthy to really like take a closer look at the content of people's music, especially because a lot of these artists that talk about certain shit are not even about that life. <laughs> so <laughs> you know like why are y'all even having to do that in order for it to be valid like let's have other conversations and bringing it back to frank ocean full circle i think that's why i just love him oh. so refreshing he just tells fucking stories and it has it's full of heart and meaning and look at the way his music touches so many people i mean i don't know okay i think there could be room for other types of music in there but too. wait I will, this this is probably the one and only time you will hear me defend future. I do have to say, there is like a pocket of people, I think that really like identify yeah, with that this. that music like, speaks to. Yeah, like, have you ever seen men when they listen to future? Like they go oh, into my boyfriend. This, like, yeah, yeah, it's like, it, it hits them on a soul, like a spiritual <laughs> level. Like, I can't stand like, future. I think it's the production though. Mamas. I think it's the beats and the music. Me either, but he also like, kind of like really opens up in some of his songs like it's like a cry for help in a lot of ways and it's like like thug therapy like I feel like men listen to it and they'd be like yeah yeah and I'm like wow you realize that's a traumatized person (laughs) I feel like I mean yeah I feel like uh who was I think I'm pretty sure that Andre 3000 like once said that that he's like one of the best rappers really and is like obsessed with him I mean I was listening randomly and i don't think i listened to it enough to really speak on this but I was, I, a clip of been little yachty a little yachty came up on my page and he was talking about how like music is entertainment and he knows that he's not really about that life he's very aware of like that he's taking on like it's a character it's mm-hmm. a story so if more artists that are really not with the with the shits maybe announce that i don't know but there's still like not room for homophobia and misogyny because you know we were talking about this again on the patreon and it'd be on the patreon that there are artists that just spew homophobia within their lyrics and that type of shit needs to be checked like you know what i mean there's no need for that to be in the music you could talk about your struggles and your life and all that type of shit how you was on the streets whatever whether that's true or not even though it speaks to some people but some messages i think should have no place yeah okay sister glenn so i'm just saying we could take a look at some of these artists and they could lose more deals and i'm not mad at it and the sad thing is like this right. whole like the baby acting up it probably was to garner 
some attention. sort of attention and like because because right now like a lot of artists are making their music from touring and all this stuff and like it just like he shot himself in the foot because now yeah. people are like dropping him from how he makes his money like he makes right. his money on these the shows yeah so someone also said um it's not solely like a, a thing of like, oh, well, he offended this community and like we don't want our pockets to hurt because people will like not buy tickets or whatever, but also that he's a liability because yeah. you don't know what he's going to get up and say mm-hmm. next week. He's going to be like, yeah, I can't say it. I'm not yeah, you can't. Say it. <laughs> don't even try to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but yeah, they don't totally. know what he's going to do. Don't gonna get us do. canceled. Right. Right. You know, because I had some weird shit in my head and I was like, <laughs> don't say that. Um, but... <laughs> One question I do want to pose to you guys is like what you think about this, particularly being like a black man, because we do know that there have been white artists who have not said such great things or have like kind of been out of pocket. And I don't think we've seen them get canceled to this degree. I completely think that's a fact. Actually, recently, um, Matt Damon did an interview um, with the Sunday Times. And basically he was talking about how only a few months ago he stopped using the F word, the gay slur. And his like daughter had to teach him that that was like a homophobic slur. And so I'm very confused and I'm wondering, is he going to get dropped from movies? Is he going to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is is there going to be any sort of cancellation about that? Because he was using the word until a few months ago. That's what that means. That's, That's what that little, I mean, me. he was, but he wasn't doing it like publicly, right? So I guess in that context, he's saying that he had to learn and he's like acknowledging the growth that he made and how it's a process for so many people to figure out like what's right from wrong. It's ever developing. But I will say that I was looking at baby's stories this afternoon and he was like on a PJ with his kids. And I was just like, wow, like look at these, these rich ass black people. Look at these rich ass black toddlers on this plane living their lives like Mm -hmm. we love to see the success of black people like I don't want to say that I want to see him canceled but I do think that um they need to be fucking challenged because it's it's inappropriate but you know it does end up I mean imagine he could be like debted from the top to the bottom just like that and I'm sure he has a lot of people relying on him depending on him a lot of people that he supports you know yeah Yeah, a lot at stake yeah I hope he can redeem himself eventually maybe he just needs to be put on ice for a bit right um and you know lots of people have been canceled and uncanceled right right, right. i remember the uproar of when kanye said slavery is a choice right and which is wildly offensive right uh and he um is now like selling out stadiums and like people are fiending for you know, anything having to do with his new album. So, you know, there is, people can, I guess, get back up. So, okay. Here's my my question though. I was going to say, I also think there's like a level of stardom that you reach that like you can not necessarily get away with something, but like your cancellation period is shorter. Shorter. Because I'm like, Mm, I could see that. I I need to listen. Like if you told me like, you cannot listen to the baby anymore, I would be very much okay right if you were like no more Kanye not a single song I'd be like damn like not really I haven't listened to Kanye so so legendary I I might get fined I might you might Ah. if there was a fine per song per play I'd be paying many a fine yo Kanye has something it's like a toxic relationship that like so many people have with Kanye West and he's like 
the godfather and of the Kardashians. our generation. Oh <laughs> I feel God. like that's a, a great match. Mm. Yeah. But Kanye but is an know, incredible artist. Like the baby. He raised, yo, Kanye Loki raised me in some, in some ways. Like he was the first like hip hop artist in my old, like in, I guess, middle school that I was like, oh my God, I was buying all his CDs. I was like, yeah, but then what he did stand. Okay. But then his antics, you're yeah. comparing one rant to his antics, but I think we are we forgetting Kanye's the MAGA and hats fall? and the that was Trump crazy bestiaism and all that yeah. weird shit. Like, I'm sorry, that's wild. Nah, the people that made you his were black people. <laughs> you don't think Kanye must lost his mind though? I mean, he's, maybe he's I'm not a therapist, but that's what. Um, um, but who? I'm, I'm thinking a lot of people are losing their minds. To be honest, the baby being one of them. It's who, very, the guy. It's, oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say it's the you know this whole statement that we love to hate but of separating the artist from the art i listen to a lot of problematic mm-hmm. artists some that i cannot say out cannot. loud why let's be honest who do you listen to i'm not the little buddy who i listen to can i guess and you can say yay or nay no absolutely not <laughs> i will never admit this you will never catch me you have to re- get me on a i have a guess of who one is you know who it is the black yeah. penny man Y'all listening? No, too. I must say, like, are you are you not listening? Nah, some people are really not listening. Black Penny really Man, who's the Black? Wasn't Panty that his man? album? Wasn't that like his last album, Black uh, Panties or something? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm like, that sounds like the, the dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, are y'all gonna be going to that big ass concert with all with like seventy five artists from our generation? Like Ashanti. Oh, the Lover and Boyd. Friends. Oh, I remember the Friar Festival of 2020. I know. I don't buy it. That, yes, that is list, it real? That looks long, and... <laughs> and it's a lot of like headline. TLC it's was on there. Mad artists on there. Also, I don't know why they put Lloyd so also, small at the bottom. It's one day. Yeah, How no, that's fake. Fuck? It's a day. That's How fake. One day. They're trolling. You know for sure that it's one day. Someone said to me that it's one day. I, I, the flower, no, it's, it I don't can't know be. It's not one day. Does it? Okay. No, because I saw people commenting saying like, this is over several days. Like y'all are like ready to say oh, okay. that it's fake. If it's, it's, if it's multiple days, then, then, okay. That makes a little It's being produced sense. by like an actual, produce, like a, they, actually, I think I've read that it's being produced by the same people that produce Coachella, but I don't know, you know. Well, Fire Festival was it. produced by Ja Rule. <laughs> Where's Ja? This one? Mad people. Okay, how many days? Job rule is on a lineup. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, it does say Saturday, May 14th. <laughs> okay. How? <laughs> so maybe they all just coming up and doing one song, one or two songs. <laughs> maybe they're going to all make a song together like that. We are the Like world. a choir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like musical I'd love children. to hear that. <laughs> That'd be iconic. It'll be like, we are old and chuggy. Right. No, no, they're not chuggy. <laughs> They're legends, okay? Oh this my god, one day concert. This. You're gonna have to watch every set in 20 minute increments. <laughs> so, but if so that... I have... oh, go ahead. no, go, go, go. Speaking of old artists and chuggy shit, I went to this um, bar in our neighborhood over the weekend, Cafe Arzuli, and there were some <laughs> rappers in there, quote unquote, with like big ass chains on. And they were like, they had security with them with guns following them around like they were like important and they were listening to Matt like yeah yeah as music <laughs> like very like little Uzi Vert type sounding music and I just had to mention that because I just felt old as fuck I was looking around like who the hell what who are, who are these young boys it was like it was just some gen gen z ass 
weird shit. So they I were never, Gen Z rappers, but you didn't know who they Gen were. Gen Z rappers, never heard of them. They Did had you a get a name? Security. No, you know, I was trying to low key, trying to bag, right? Like, hi. I would try. Big ass chain on. Hi. No, but no, you know, like our classic artists. I have a question from our group chat. Correct. Go ahead. You went somewhere this weekend. One, you cursed us out after I'm like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm doing things. And you already mentioned this, but anywho. Uh, That'll uh, be on the Patreon. Oh. Oh, okay. Gotta hit the Patreon. But just tell them what it was. And then they can hear the details on the Patreon. A special type of party. For adults. You can imagine, because you don't know where she be going, what she be doing. (laughs) What? This is a lie. My first, it was my first time to that place. Um, Okay. To that place. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Next thing. What else? Um, So, let me see. Okay, I I I mean, we wrote about this in in the chat, but as of last episode, I told y'all I was going on a date. Went on the date. It was really nice. It was a good time. Well planned. If you listen to the episode with Tinks, I definitely think I was put into the date box of her box theory. But it just wasn't a vibe for me. But a nice guy. Nice date. Well planned. Good time. We drank natural wines. Went to this bar. Had some natural wines. I finally learned what a pet nat is. Do y'all know what a pet nat is? No. You know, like everybody's like talking about natural wines these days. And a pet nat is like a naturally sparkling wine. Delicious. Um, we went to this bar called Honey's in Brooklyn. Recommend. Um, if you, y'all that live in New York have never been, super fucking cute. Um, and then we went to go see a Flying Lotus concert that was also really great. I mean, it was just kind of an iconic date, but iconic date minus the individual. Right. It just wasn't all the way feeling it. So I'm going to take Tinks's advice eventually because, you know, I'm a, mm, I was going to use the P word. I'm trying not to be misogynist. Um, Wait, I can be shy word? sometimes. A I was gonna say I'm a pussy um, old. Um, <laughs> immature and shy. A Jamaican one, apparently. <laughs> so I have to like work up the nerve to say, like, hey man, that was cool, but it's not hey know. man. I know hey, I man. Frank Ocean did you because I'm thinking about Frank Ocean. <laughs> um hey man, I don't think it's a vibe. Um, but it's other news. I really person, hope that is, again, not what you're going to say. I'm not going to say, hey, man, no. I'll try to do it. Not, nice. hey, man, I don't think it's a vibe. No, I won't do it like that. I'll figure out a way to do it cute, I guess, and kind and respectful. Um, someone Crazy. that I spoke about on the show in the past, who I decided to part ways from, who was formerly living, who used to live in my neighborhood, then moved away, has just moved back a block away from me. And that wait, wait, wait. Is this development? Is this breaking news? Don't say it out loud, but (laughs) I don't know which one. Girl, you know which one. The one. Is it a short one? No. A short, crazy one? No, ma'am. That person lives on the other side of the country. I know. That's what you said. Move back. You said move back. We used to live on in my neighborhood. Okay. I guess we'll talk on the page. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just anyway. So uh uh-huh. Yes. Oh. So, you know, temptation <laughs> will arise. Ooh. Um, but, you know, I'm trying to keep it cute. Maybe. I don't know. I you're, probably won't, though. No. Not for long. It for you. Love you very much. You don't see me keeping okay. it cute. No. But no. I asked you something the other day. Um, I was like, would you date? They don't want to date. I mean. Do you? Do you? Um. Uh, 
I don't, because I, I've never been able to fathom anything beyond like what we had, because that's as far as it could go. But remember, we talked about this because once that person entered your life and then you kind of weren't forced to like leave to find, uh-huh. you know, that other options. And that's why I get it in romance. Right. So it's like, do you just fall back into that? Or do that's you what I'm trying not to do. Strong. Right, exactly. So I'm thinking about that too. That's kind of like where I'm at right now. Like they told me that they were back and I don't know, I haven't really responded yet. Um, do you know what the petty side of me would do? Not the responsible, like becoming a grown adult side of me, but like <laughs> the true petty of me. I would be like, cool. Okay, well, you you clearly told me this because there's a reason. What the fuck else are you telling me for? I'm not, what, am I sending you a housewoman gift? Like, I don't need to know this. You yeah, clearly- why did he tell you that? There are some intentions. I run into him, and that might be weird, right? And we're supposed to be friends, so he could share that information with me. No, if you run into him, then he could be like, "Oh, by the way, yeah, move back." That would have been. But if I ran into him and he told me that, I would have been like, "The fuck!" He could have just been like, "By the way, I just moved back." Oh yeah, that's true. If he did like that, oh yeah, actually, just move back. I agree. I guess so. I think he's trying to make it a moment because also we know this. We know this man. I think he was trying to make it a moment. Mm-hmm. So Petty Sade's advice is: if he wants to get back into that space of you guys being romantic, it's strictly romance. Don't that? I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa! It's oh strictly, no, I said strictly uh, dick. Yeah, strictly, <laughs> strictly dick. Sorry. Yeah. Whoa, dick. my like, mouth dropped. I said what? Right, <laughs> like, we're not doing no, the gifts. We're not doing the cute we're not shit. Doing the gifts with the novels yeah. on the inside. We're yeah. not doing the calls, this, that, and the third. Like you are literally in this lane because you can't expect that you're gonna get. You know, yeah. I do you really it. think Glenn's gonna be able to only stay in that lane? No, I, I think, think about if I put my brain there. I can put my brain there. Yeah, I don't believe you. I'm gonna try. I, I was thinking faith. the same thing. I, have I was faith. thinking the same thing, Shade, because it's just it needs to fulfill a, like a very quick need, and I need to keep it right. Sure. No, you're not, not staying here. Get up, get out. Here's the towel. Be right. gone. I love you though, but that's what it, it got to be. Serves your purpose. I, I don't buy it, but sure, pretend like you're gonna do Here's that. Here's my thing: if someone if someone gives you a kind of lack of a better term, a lane that they're trying to put you in, which I think is also what's happening because this person is not willing to be flexible or malleable mm-hmm. in terms of the relationship, then I think you have the same right to do the same to thing. Put a, to create a lane. It's definitely the same rights, but I also think just be honest with yourself. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I didn't really reply, so I'm not being like super, I'm not rushing to it. I'm about to go out of the country. Another update, my passport came somehow nice some fucking how don't know how the lords say so yeah, i'm gonna go away i'm gonna mind my business and maybe we'll run into each other i don't know i don't know i don't know i mean wouldn't be mad not gonna lie anything else happening ladies oh my god i know we're not really going in order i have a black girl doing shit that i'd want to highlight and then we can kind of like go back into conversation this is not following our typical um sequence whatever whatever what is segmentation yes um, who is she (laughs) my good sis that's a black girl doing shit okay so i want to highlight a homie of mine her name is oshun femi she's from oakland california is a vocalist certified cardology coach so she does like um card reading but she does it with uh decks of cards like because each card kind of has like a meaning i've never done one of those oh you mean like with like playing cards yeah playing, with playing cards. cards i've yeah. seen people do that 
a lot oh. of places around the world. That's very interesting. Yeah, like that's re- yeah. that's really what she's really big on. If you check mm-hmm. out her IG, um, but she's also a writer and an artist, and she created a book about her journey um, with her kids to inspire women and young girls. Um, and the book is called Little Warrior Woman, just like Mama. It's a story that reinforces good character, discipline curiosity and freedom so some of the themes are on like spirituality motherhood and um you can cop it at littlewarriorwomanbook.com um they were on pre-sale like a few days ago but I think they should be available and I wanted to give her a shout out uh she was a homie when I was back in the bay so really excited that she created this book and also you can check her out if you're into uh cardology because she like does ig lives well she kind of like will pull a card for the week or the day that's so interesting the themes yeah i love that yeah yeah Yeah, that's very cool that's sweet you know i was thinking so i got the i can have two hotline blings basically the one was homeboy telling me he's moving back and i got another one from a friend who broke up with their boyfriend and Maybe you guys can help me with like, I'd, I'd be curious how you would have given this advice. She told me basically that she's kind of a what would you do? <laughs> Shit, we all over the just, place, y'all. I'm like, so just sorry. go for the ride. That looks great. <laughs> what would you do? So she is the breadwinner in the household. She, they live in California. He used to be doing like pretty well, but then pandemic and he kind of like fell in a rut. The industry that he's in, he can no longer like work in during this time. So he has, he just kind of be in the house and he smokes. She said he smokes weed all day long, which she's like, mm-hmm. I have no issue with like him smoking, but he's doing it all day. And it feels like it's an escape mechanism for him. And he doesn't seem like motivated to do anything else. And it's clear that he's like depressed and in a bad place, but he's not being proactive about his self-care. And she's doing a lot. Of, she's also suffered from like some emotional issues and she's seeking out like therapy and all this kind of stuff to better herself and it feels like he is just like a detriment to her progress um Mm. and she's fought for this relationship for years years and they they finally got back together but she texted me like yo I broke up with him oh no yeah and they were living together he moved out and I was like good for you sis but also like her life became intertwined with his. So now that he's gone, she's kind of like, where are my people? Where are my friends? What do I do? Oh my God. Mm. I, I, yo, I sent her an invite to Clubhouse. She'd been on it. No I've one needs an invite anymore, it. Glenn. Clubhouse is open to everyone. Oh, well, I told her she should <laughs> sign up. And she's oh. been in groups. <laughs> it's not exclusive anymore. But she's no. been in groups talking to people, trying to make connections and... Okay, good for her. Which I think is good. Yeah. But- um. So I was just... And it's funny because this person's probably going to hear me. I was just talking to a friend of mine. Um, we were having lunch together and she had mentioned that she did couples therapy with her man. Um, and we mm. were talking about how like, that's kind of an interesting thing to do. Like people think it's only when you're like married or like to be wed that like premarital counseling and stuff. But she was like, honestly, I want to do it in like all my relationships. And like, I feel like it's so important. And I almost wonder if like that could have been like a help or like a solve or a save. I feel like people feel like it's kind of taboo or like weird to do. Like you don't want to ask someone to to do that. But like, it just seems like there was a lot off in terms of like the communication and then also like maybe help he might've, I don't know what he was doing, but like help he might've needed with like self-medicating with the weed. 
Um, That's such a good question was in there as well, to some extent. Yeah, I think that's like, like the idea of couples therapy is like amazing advice. Um, My only thing is that he then needs to be a participant, like a willing participant, right? So if he's not willing to get or work on his mental health, then, you know, will he come go to the couples therapy? So like, what is, I guess, Mm. what's plan B? Because you can't force someone to go to therapy. Right. And she might still feel like I'm taking the steps. I found the therapist. All I'm asking you to do is show up. And if he's half-assed doing it, it just feels like another example of how he's not, you know, showing up. But maybe that's the last straw. Like, like sometimes it's really, we also were talking about this. This is so funny at lunch. Like when you know, like it's the end. Like, Mm. especially when you give someone multiple chances, like what is that straw that breaks the camel's back for some people in their relationships? And I feel like if you don't attempt to mend it in some way with like a a clear like step in process, like it could be anything. That nigga could have said like, you tied your shoe wrong. And she should be like, fuck you nigga, get the fuck out of my head. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But she broke up with him. Right. Yeah, so she did. She has she has passed the last straw. But she has right. she was sort of like, we know we might find our way back together. Like she still mm-hmm. loves him very much. So that's an yeah. interesting point. Like so it might be very hard for, for her to like really separate. Something that I was con- conscious of is like how I received, and maybe it's because I know so much about the backstory of their relationship, but I was in no way ready to like she cried on the phone a little bit. I was in no re- way ready to like hit her with some softness. I was like, all right, girl get the cry out. What are you going to do for the rest of the day? And I didn't know like, if that was like intense, <laughs> what <Tough> love glitty. <laughs> I hit her with the tough love, yo. But I think I've already, I'm also aware of like where she is. And I don't think that she needs to like sit in that, in that emotion. I don't think anything wrong is wrong with sitting in the emotion though. Like when you said earlier that she was saying, yeah, we might find our way back to each other. I mean, many people think that when they break up, that's like a coping mechanism of like, it's not really Mm -hmm. the end. It's just, you know, me making a statement or whatever lies you'll tell yourself um, to make yourself feel better. Not saying that it does like that, that never happens. I'm just saying like so many people say that. Um, So I think she needs to feel those feelings, but they'll go away. And I feel like when she, if you pretend to not feel the feelings, then they never actually go away. Mm-hmm. Also, and this might just be me being a psycho, but I think some people use breakups as like a leveraging point to be like, ha, like, see, I'm doing it. I'm breaking up with you and look how shitty you're going to feel without me. Mm. And you're going to come back or you're going to, you're going to mm. make the adjustments that you or need that's to their make. Hope. That's their hope to come back because you're going to realize like how much I meant to you in your life. And like, then that reality starts to sink in like, Oh, they're not back. And then you have then to, that's fucked up. you have, you have like, she's realizing, Oh wait, uh, some, you make it kind of like, I don't want to say it was an impulsive decision, but you, you kind of like get really ready to make that decision maybe without thinking of some of the consequences that don't just relate to you all's dynamic, but like her dynamic with her friends, like how, what her relationships are like with him being so entrenched in her friend circle and her life. Like, what does all of that fallout look like? Yeah, that is real too. I guess when I heard her say it, it felt like she was making like a clear decision that she needed for her own personal progress because she's Mm -hmm. doing all this self-work. And I was just hearing it as if like, if this relationship is not adding any value to your own life and it's detracting from the steps that you're trying to take, then it, 
it has to like, you know, you guys have this thing together, but it also, you're also an individual. So like, if there's not goodness that's fueling you on your own, then girl, maybe this is a step, another thing that you have to do in order to get to your personal betterment. Like Mm -hmm. some relationships got to get cut off. So that's why I was just trying to hit her with the like, great, you took a step for yourself. What other steps are you going to take? But I did catch Mm -hmm. myself being like, Ooh, am I being intense? I think, I think she liked it. I think it worked, but yeah. Yeah. Wild. I mean, that's real too. Like girl, like this, you know, one of my good friends recently had like an intense breakup where they were actually engaged and are now broken up. And like, when I spoke with, when I spoke with my friend, they were really sad. And I was just like, I know you're sad now and I want you to feel the sadness, but like, you do know that you'll feel better. Like, you're not going to be this sad forever. Like feel sad now, but, but like, it feels crazy, terrible right now, but like, you will feel better. You felt worse before in it. What, like how emotions can evolve. Mm -hmm. Like now that I'm in, in, in this space, and I mean I still have like some thoughts around my ex I feel like that's something that you kind of permanently have Mm -hmm. but like now I'm in this space kind of like moving on like navigating kind of like early new relationship and like all the things that I really enjoy about it I'm like this is so crazy like I was going crazy for three plus years and I was just like at this point where I was like wow I am not there anymore I made it through exactly yeah, it's amazing. Better yeah. days. Journal entry, crying ass. Crazy. My dream man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will get my dream man. I was like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> Yo, I was, I can, I can recall nights where like I cried myself to sleep. Like, and that is so like, I, I felt like that only happened in movies. So I would be like crying, but then I would like be laughing at myself. Like, this is not Bridget Jones' diary. But then I'm also still, like, really excited. <laughs> like, really, really I know. Excited. This shit was crazy. Yeah. This shit was wild. It's crazy. It's so true. Well, I wish it's her so all the best. I know. I got to check it, check in on her. Because that shit is hard. Yes. Yeah, definitely hard. check in on her. Um, Maybe have a little movie night with her or something. Um, yeah. But that was our What Would You Do? So if you have any you know, things that you need advice on, email us at hello at Black Girls Texting, DM us on Instagram at Black Girls Texting, and tweet us at Black Girls Text One, and go on our website at blackgirlstexting.com, and go on the Patreon at Patreon slash Black Girls Texting. You got it, girl. Um, I also want to take this moment to, I, I feel like we've asked this in the past, but like we really do love when you guys message us and like give us, um topics you want us to talk about whether mm-hmm. it's like us reaching out to guests or just like stuff we talk about on our own um it's very helpful and we like we love it we have some fun stuff coming on the pipeline but yeah we'll just have to wait and see oh and don't forget to comment rate subscribe and share 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 we're an independent podcast we're not on a network so we're doing this all on our own and shout out especially to all listeners, but especially the patrons, because that's helping us out financially fund this. Yeah. Yes. And we see all in those reviews. Y'all been leaving them. We appreciate you. Yes. Oh, and there's, we're on YouTube. 
<laughs> yes. If you oh, want to yes. see our faces while we talk about this. Budding YouTube stars. If you want to see this little <laughs> painting picture in the corner of Shadi's room right now that I keep staring at, like, what is that? It looks like a naked woman. And like, also, why are those, like, things around them? Yeah. It's like it's like stars. Stars. Strange. Stars of David? No, just stars. Oh. Um, okay. Well, bye guys. Talk soon. Bye. bye. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.